Hi, I'm Sarah Adams, and this is Cosmic Conversations. Our guest today is Elizabeth Bookstra. Hi, thank you for being on, my love. Hey, Sarah, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate you. <laughs> and I've, I've been looking forward to this interview for a while now, by the way, because she has so much, Elizabeth here has amazing posts and so much knowledge and information, and she's been working on some amazing projects, including a book. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yes, yes. So I've, I've been writing a book this past year. Well, probably since July. Um, you know, Billy Carson, the CEO and president of Forbidden Knowledge, he really inspired me to write my story because um, just all the stuff that I've like endured and been through in my life, which mm -hmm. includes like, I mean, I was like addicted to drugs and alcohol. I lived a fast life, basically. I mean, I was in uh, the entertainment world. So I was modeling and acting and going to all the hottest parties on the red carpets. And I was just like, you know, I looked like I was living this beautiful extravagant life, but really on the inside, I was like suffering deeply. Um, so, you know, I kind of went through my life with, in like a, a, a haze with drugs and alcohol. And then, you know, I think um, it was my son that really kind of sparked me to, to, you know, start my path, start my path of healing, basically. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, about five, six years ago, I really, really turned it around. Um, I quit drugs and alcohol, cold turkey. I was smoking cigarettes and I smoked cigarettes for 20 years since I was 12. Um, I quit those and um, yeah, I just started working on myself and really, really, I don't know, became honestly very enlightened. And um, you know, now I really just focus on optimizing my mind, body and soul. And um, I, so my book, The Recipe to Elevated Consciousness is set to release on my birthday, which is Valentine's Day next month. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so, um, I'm really excited about it. Cause it, it just, it's basically how it's, it's a real recipe to elevated consciousness. It's, um, using the tools and modalities that I had and, um, basically raising my awareness. It's how I got to be where I am today. Basically. This is like a blueprint for those people who really, you know, they, they their lives look okay, but inside they're suffering and they need to get out of the matrix system and you were able to get out of there and bring that knowledge. That's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's really crazy. I mean, a lot of people don't really understand the mind body connection, you know, mm -hmm. so trauma and, and bad stuff gets locked into our bodies as, as we, you know, experience trauma throughout our lives. So it really, I mean, you have to address this vessel to be able to mm -hmm. clear things. So you can, you know, get more awareness within your mind to be able to become conscious because otherwise, like if you get too stuffed up with trauma in your body and you never address those things, like you're going to have no space for thought process. So it's going to be stimulus response. You know, you're not going to have any space between stimulus and response. You're going to just keep reacting, reacting, reacting. Mm -hmm. And that's what we see today with these, you know, people, like, especially during this crazy time that we're in right now. I mean, you have like the world walking around in fight or flight, you know, and that's, that's mm -hmm. not good because in fight or flight, you lose 30% um, of your brain function. So, I mean, it's just, you know, walking reactions, I call them people. <laughs> right. And you're making, you're making decisions in your life that are bad decisions because you're coming from a state of fight or flight rather yes. than coming from the heart and from your soul energy, which will mm -hmm. always, which always has this intuitive knowledge of um what to do so you're not yeah. making the right decisions because of that and that's a problem here in society because i feel like a lot of people are making decisions from fight fight or flight so it's it's definitely plaguing society 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you can see the chaos right now, you know, you can see the chaos and just you can see a lot within the collective consciousness of this world right now, which is not, you know, our awareness is is lagging as a, as a collective. And so, you know, the intent is really just to, with the book is just to help people, you know, get a little bit more awareness. So they can have some space between that stimulus and response for thought process so they can make conscious decisions. Yes, conscious decisions. I feel that that's needed for a good future on this planet because so many people are making, you know, um, decisions from, like I said, by earth flight and fair plays a big factor into their and that's why the governments, you know, they kind of use that fair against us. They're like, oh, you're in a state of fight or flight and fair is the the main push to a lot of people, they make decisions from it. So mm -hmm. they use that to control the masses. And I feel like once we're out of that state of fight or flight, then we're not gonna listen to these systems that are suppressing us anymore. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, honestly, when you're in the state of fight or flight, when you're in, when your nervous system is swayed too sympathetic, you're, it's, it's terrible for your body. You know, it's a response. Yes that you're supposed to have when there's a threat right there in front of you. So like, you know, your your blood rushes to your extremities, goes from, you know, your organs in the center to your extrem extremities so you can get up and run. You know, your heart starts beating real fast, real pattern like this, so your HRV drops. Like there's a lot of things with, with staying in that stress response that are horrible for your body, you know, in the long term. Like it really, really just over you, if you have an overreactive, you know, sympathetic nervous system. I mean, you're, you're just, you're really slowly killing your body. That's a stress state that you're living in consistently. And a lot of people since the chaos that we're in have, have been stuck there, you know, for a long time and need the extra bit of, you know, technology or, or just they, I, I really personally think you need a little bit of tech to be able to pull yourself out of these stress states. You can't just do it through conscious thought. It's, it's almost mm -hmm. impossible. I agree with you and also like detoxing the body because yeah. at one point in my life I lost somebody who I truly loved and I was it was so traumatizing you know to feel that because I literally felt that person die and my system just went into a state of shock yeah. and I was like oh wow this is intense but it was also like a deep spiritual learning for me so mm -hmm. I I myself use like you know I use different herbal um medicines yeah. I also use homeopathy I use meditation I yeah. do a lot of just sitting with myself, um, detoxing too, because heavy metals puts the body in a state of fight, fight or flight and stresses yeah. you out. And heavy metals block you from recharging with the divine cosmic energies. Yeah. So that's another thing that people are so full of toxins and heavy metals from all this like fast food, from chemtrails. You know, yeah. we're being bombarded with it every single day. So that yeah. puts the body in a state of fight or flight too. And mm -hmm. you cannot have, you cannot be in a state of consciousness and also be in fight or flight. It's either yeah. one or the other. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, you know, heavy metals are are a big reason. Like they're they're neurotoxins. You know, I talked mm -hmm. a lot about this and um, <clears throat> in uh, D Detroit back in an initiative that I was trying to host because um, there's there's a lot of of stuff that's being swept under the rug in Detroit City as far as these schools go. And people wonder why, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm from Detroit. So like people wonder why, why these kids are not, you know, becoming successful and why Detroit has a high dropout rate and why these kids don't make, you know, they, they drop out of school and they don't have good grades. You know what I mean? But obviously mm -hmm. they don't because when you're going into an environment 
that has, you know, neurotoxins, lead in the water, asbestos, you have, um, you know, the, the light quality is awful, you know, like everything about these kids schools, I mean, Detroit is an old infrastructure. So mm -hmm. I mean, they're getting poisoned going to school. So how do you expect these kids to succeed when most likely, you know, they're coming from a toxic home environment, going mm -hmm. into now a toxic school environment. And now now what they got to return back home to their toxic home environment. So we're really not giving these these kids an opportunity for growth. And that's happening around the world. I'm, I'm sorry, but especially in America. I yes. mean, our food is loaded up with extra extra fillers that are killing us mm -hmm. that are literally taking our consciousness away and and slowly killing our, our physical bodies. You know, it's just it's, it's terrible, <laughs> terrible. Yeah, you know, I I was looking at baby formulas. I was so shocked. I was like, oh my God, what are all these ingredients in here? A lot yeah. of them are poisonous. Yeah. And so, but but it's great for our, our ruling systems that are, you know, completely disconnected from God consciousness because, hey, they're bombarding toxins into us since we're babies. So we don't have our brains aren't functioning. Our energy fields aren't functioning right. Our emotions aren't functioning right. Yeah. And and a person who's disempowered because they're always in pain, either emotionally or physically or in their lives, they're powerless. So then they're not going to fight against these systems. So for me, that's a big conspiracy to create what I call more sheep that just go along with whatever their their governments and their rulers tell them to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I totally, I totally, totally agree. I mean, especially in Western society, the health system over here likes to keep people between sick and healthy. They don't ever want a person to be healthy yeah. because what do they lose at that point? The dollar sign, right? They lose their money because now people are not having to go back every single month to fill their script. They're not having to go back to the hospital to do whatever they need to do their treatment or whatever, you know, so they lose all of these clients. Really, I mean, the health system needs to stop being based on capitalism, period, period. Mm -hmm. Western yes, yes. With Horrible mm -hmm. with that. Mm -hmm. Well, our medical system, I feel, is like based on dark magic, on black magic from all of the research I did. And I know it's drastic to say something like that, but if you look at it, it is, it's like, wow, people are so sick and they're just giving them all these pharmaceuticals. They're not healing them. And they're keeping people in these states of lower frequency because when you're sad, when you're depressed, when you don't feel good, you're in a lower frequency. There's yeah. a lot of scientific evidence to back this up. So mm -hmm. since they're in lower frequencies, then I, that's where I feel that there are negative entities that then feed on them. Mm -hmm. And our system is built to leach your soul energy from you while slowly killing you. It's, yeah. it's just built upon that. And for me, that's dark magic. And I feel that a lot of the elite, you know, they, they know better, but they're still doing this. They know that fluor, fluor, fluoride is toxic. They know that heavy metals are toxic, but they're still bombarding us with them because this is a war on consciousness. Mm -hmm. And by keeping people sick and unhealthy, they, this is how they win. This is how they control society. This is how they keep us from ascending into higher God consciousness. So, so yeah, this, this, it, it's such a big conspiracy and then I'm like every day I like wake up and I'm like I, I see on my news feed like the other day I was like oh my gosh every single big news media company is funded by big pharma yeah. Pfizer Pfizer yeah. funds all of like it, they fund CNN they fund all of these big news companies it's like and then we wonder why the media is like pushing big pharma upon us it's yeah. because they're 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 literally 
they sold out to big pharma and they're pushing that because they're they're the puppets for big pharma yeah yeah i mean all of this is really honestly controlled i mean my my instagram page just got shadow banned for 30 days <gasps> because i liked specific posts that i wasn't supposed to like you know what i mean which is really awful for a single mother trying to you know what i mean trying to make a living mm -hmm through this, this, this knowledge and, you know, whatever I do, if I was in a worse situation, like there was a woman who, um, you know, had a whole YouTube channel and YouTube just ended up deleting her whole channel. She had millions of, of, of subscribers and was making a living for her kids, you know, single mom. She ended mm -hmm. up going to YouTube's headquarters and shooting up YouTube, which I don't, that's, that's, that's doing too much. But I mean, I understand the anger of how she felt, because if you build your business off of these channels, but these channels are controlled, it's like it's not real at that point. Your whole you know, life is basically in another person's hands at that point, because if someone can up and delete and shadow ban my my Instagram page and delete her YouTube channel, it's like these people have way too much control. So you're exactly right. I mean, you know, big fun. Yeah, there's no freedom of speech left. None, none. None. Mm -hmm. and I know. I just, yeah. Go ahead. I just interviewed D David Ike, and oh, yeah. <laughs> within seconds of uploading that video, YouTube gave me a strike and told me I can't post on it for a while. They completely deleted the video. Hmm. Here's so, like, I deleted from all social channels. Yeah. All social channels. And, and, and you know, he was just going against Big Pharma in his thing. He was. Yeah. And he was also going against, you know, all of the the jab stuff and saying how it's it's not good for our health. Yeah. And it's like, whoa, okay, big pharma, you clearly are controlling YouTube. You clearly are controlling a lot of these um, media platforms, and you clearly don't like us who speak the truth. Mm -hmm. And there, I've been shadow banned too, so I understand it. And it's it's really hard because it's like we we put in so much work and we're so passionate about this because we actually have achieved achieved you know being healthy we've achieved living good lives and doing a lot of healing work and we want to see everybody else healthy and happy we put so much you know energy into this to get the truth out there for them just to come and completely just try to ban us on every level and it's it's it, that's proof to me that, that this is a spiritual uh war that's going on i agree so man i agree like one thousand percent it's like no freedom of speech and yeah everybody's in fear right now because the news it's just feeds you and feeds you and feeds you fear all day long and there mm -hmm. are people there are the sheep that are addicted to watching the news all day and i know multiple people that do so and if you're getting all that negativity that negative and low vibration spit at you all day long i mean it's so hard to break free from that and i think that's why like the collective right now you know that's why the elite likes to you know control with fear because mm -hmm. it's so hard to break free from that when the vibration of the collective is so strong and it's so low right now <laughs> so low like they really did a number on us with this um whole pandemic <laughs> that's what i call it well you know i also feel like that that was like um a, a ritual like a soul harvest and ritual and they're giving it you know this jab to the elderly to those who are really sick so it's also a depopulation agenda because they they need to get rid of people you know because that's what they do they they do what i call ritualistic sacrifice and for me this is a ritualistic sacrifice of those whose health are so bad and they're like okay we're just gonna get rid of them yeah. and they did that test during during the 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 the, the 
pandemic of where they made everyone stay in their house. Mm. They didn't let anybody out. And they, they, there was so many news articles of, oh, look, you know, the sky has no pollution in it. And everything is it, on, on the planet starting to heal. So they probably looked at that and thought, oh, hey, you know, there's too many people on the planet. They're taking up resources. They're using up resources. They're also, you know, they're destroying the planet. So, hey, we need to go in with our depopulation agenda and clear some of these people out so that our, the planet is okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's a really scary thing, to be honest. Um, I try to, you know, just, just spread the education and knowledge and to try to stay away from, you know, all just the drama. Like I have to yeah. keep my, my <laughs> mind and like my life very like, you know, cause I just, I can't get involved. Anything I hear, that's why I never watch the news. Like the minute I found out that Detroit schools were full of toxic toxicity, I was like, okay, how do I fix it? And I literally for a year, I was meeting with like politicians in the Capitol trying to create new bills to try to get these schools torn down and rebuilt, you know? So I really don't pay attention to all the drama because if I, if I do, I need to change it. Like I need to change it. So I keep myself very focused on my initiative, you know, which is cool because forbidden knowledge, you know, we have our own, like we're trying to create our own community. So like we have mm -hmm. our own um, Unite the 99 app, social media, mm -hmm. and you're not, you mm -hmm. can talk about anything you want on there. Say, so you should definitely join. Um, I'll, I'll yeah. join. <laughs> yeah, Steve Nike is actually on there and he's posting freely. So, I mean, like we don't, we don't control what people say on that social media app. And, you know, it has a bunch of people. The engagement is really, really good. So, I mean, things like that, it's like, you know, the system that we're in is not working. So how do we fix that, right? And so with Forbidden Knowledge, we're really trying to create our own community and systems outside of the broken one, you know, to spread real knowledge and real education and, um, you know, away from all the, the sheep knowledge that is out right now. <laughs> Definitely like the Gnostics say that there's a, there was gonna be a battle between the sons of light, which for me are those who hold the light within them of the divine and the mm -hmm. sons of darkness, those who are energy vampires, which mm -hmm. are elite, are, you know, they're energy vampires. I feel that's playing out right now. That prophecy is and was for right now. And is I see it playing out on every single level. Mm -hmm. And, you know, in the end, it says the sons of light will persevere. So we definitely will overcome. I know it's taking some work and a lot of effort, but I know that in the end we have God, which is more powerful than all of this stuff and all of these false light systems that have been, you know, pushed upon us and we will overcome because we have God. So that's, that's the good thing. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's good to hear. <laughs> that's good to hear. I mean, it's, it's a lot of work, but, um, you know, I really, I, I love what I do and I love, you know, consciousness and spreading awareness. And I think it's actually catching up now. You know, I, I think that a yes. lot of people in the past year are kind of like, hmm, questioning things, you know, really starting to open their eyes. So I'm excited to see what the next like two to five years brings. Cause I think there's going to be massive change. I mean, I hope there yes. is. <laughs> I feel like we're going through the dark night, of the soul right now with all of this stuff. And you have to go through the dark night, of the soul to heal, to, to heal. You have to go through that darkness. You have to understand it. You have to understand that you're more powerful than it. You have to get through it. And I feel like humanity, they're going through that right now. So all this stuff is coming up, you know, because for the, for the last, I don't know how many thousand years on this planet, we have let false light systems rule us. Mm -hmm. And it's, it, it's literally come to a halt now of where 
they are completely being so suppressive that people are like, oh yeah, something is going on. And they're starting to, you know, search up like forbidden knowledge. They're starting to search me up. I've noticed this. I get letters from people who are like, you know what? I was really, really asleep. And then I know something's wrong because I, I watched the news and I can tell that, you know, they're, they're not telling us the truth. So then I searched you and found you. So I do feel that this is helping with the awakening as yeah. terrible as it seems. It's really pushing people to look deeper. People won't look deeper unless they're pushed to look deeper. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. Mm -hmm. I agree for sure. It was just, it was so crazy to me, like the push of the jab. It was like, it was like, you know, people were winning millions of dollars to, to get it, you know? And it's like, why, what's the intent behind pushing this so hard? I mean, people were getting free weed, free beers, <laughs> burgers and fries. I'm like, are you serious right now? And it's like, yo, yo, there was like literally lotteries, lotteries in Michigan of people, you know, as long as you get the job, you're in this lottery to win $5 million and then a few will win a million. It's like, what is the initiative behind this to make these people so, you know, just to be dangling all this, this pretty shiny shit in front of people. So I don't know if I'm supposed to cuss. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's okay. I just, I mean, it, it really like, you know, for people to, to just follow along and think that that's normal, you know, it's not normal. It's not normal. Like they're pushing all of this stuff. You know, they were giving guns away. It's like, what are you wow. doing? You know? And honestly, that really showed me wow. like they're really trying to grab hold of the people with a lower consciousness, not lower as in like you're worse or better, but not as much awareness, you know, yes. they're, they're getting on, on the head. Those mm -hmm. people because it's like, you know, I don't know, just why are you pushing it so hard? So it's like, it's just terrifying. I don't know. It's terrifying. For me. You know, a lot of the, the, the chemicals, even that they're putting in our water, um, chemicals they're putting in our, in our food, um, the chemicals and the jab that a lot of that stuff comes back from Nazi Germany. And I know that's a very, very big statement, but it's true. If you do your research and they also tested back then they tested on you know their own people and that's exactly what they're doing now but i feel there's a spiritual aspect to this because i was um you know on the darpa webpage and darpa has a huge um part in this whole jab thing which darpa is known to be you know a shady company <laughs> that does a lot of um, black projects for the united states government and when i took the link where they were talking about how to rewrite DNA and RNA, and they were talking about how they were involved with this whole thing. And I posted it on my Facebook page. They wouldn't let me post a, a legit link to DARPA that talked about this. So I'm like, okay, what are they hiding here? So then they said that, you know, because these are RNA, yeah. RNA jabs. Yeah. They said that, um, oh yeah, it's not going to rewrite any of your RNA. It's not going to affect your DNA. But then DARPA puts out you know, this, this, this whole huge news article where it says, oh, in the future, near future, we're going to give concoctions that are RNA that you drink and it rewrites your DNA. Mm -hmm. So it's like, okay, if the, if the jab's not supposed to be affecting your DNA and they're saying this because they don't want to scare the masses, why is it that DARPA's putting out these articles saying that anything with RNA in it does actually 
affect your DNA and rewrites your DNA. So there's, it, it's really interesting how they're playing that. And if you do your research, you find out, okay, DNA for me in my research and in my knowledge and my experience, there's a story in the Bible that talks about Jacob's ladder and how he goes up that ladder to the angels. For me, that's DNA. That's symbolic of DNA. He lights mm. up his DNA so he can access other realms. And when I teach multidimensionality to people, I get them to light up their DNA. And mm. so, okay, they want to cut off that divine connection. So what better way, because they know a lot of people are waking up right now. Mm -hmm. I, I know they're aware of this. So what better way than to cut off that connection by mm -hmm. genetically modifying them on a DNA level to cut mm -hmm. that divine DNA ladder to the divine that we have off so that people stay in lower consciousness. So for me, it's like, okay, they're pushing this so much because they need to get everyone to have the jab because they know consciousness is going up. So they want to block that energy that flows through their DNA from mm -hmm. flowing into them. So that's why they're doing this. Yeah, that's, that's great. That's a, I've never thought about it like that, but that's super interesting. Um, and I think so, so MRNA, I mean, the vac, the, the jab, yeah, MRNA. yes, <laughs> so it actually does go into your DNA and change it. It, it yes. does. You know what I've found that's happening, what they're doing right now? They're rewording things and making things so confusing and convoluted. Mm -hmm. So I mean, even with, with travel, right? Like, like Billy and I have been around the entire world a couple of times since all this has started. And everybody's like, oh, well, you need the jab to go there. You need the jab to go there. You need the jab. No, you don't. But when you read the fine print and you read all of all of the documentation that you need, because you do need to get like some health visas and, you know, different things to enter different countries, but they make it seem like you have to have it to go when you really honestly you don't you don't, but they're they're trying to make things so convoluted for people so I really think it's like it's. I don't know they're trying to really confuse people so people don't know whether to go right left straight backwards it's just you know it's very confusing for people but i can tell you right now you do not need you do not need the job to travel to most countries if not all if not all i'm not sure like i haven't researched every single country but we have planned a bunch of trips we've been a bunch of places and you know there's no there's no um um you don't have, you don't need the job to travel to those places it's like that's, good to, that's good to know because <laughs> yeah, yeah, so. i i travel a lot and i've stayed in sedona you know because i feel like this is a safe haven for me even mm -hmm. energetically um i've stayed here because i'm like oh wow i just don't want to go and do the whole vaccination thing mm -hmm. the jab thing um so that that's great to know the audience needs to know these things yeah no seriously like we've been to we went to greece we went to egypt we went to dubai we went to um Qatar, we went to, it's just a bunch of places, you know, and we're doing our Egypt tour. Billy's hosting an Egypt tour in uh, October of this year, actually. And so a lot of people like they're scared. They're scared to even sign up for the tour because they think they need to get the job. You don't, you don't. So that's good. I'm going to look into that. I want to go to Egypt again. I went to Egypt like three years ago and I loved it. It oh, was, it yeah. was, yeah, it yes. was, one of my favorite places <laughs> oh, it's amazing the energy there is completely different it's completely different and honestly until you get there you really won't understand do you, do you feel me like you yes i know it's 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 a spiritual experience when you feel that energy it's it's intense in a good way i i was like wow this is this is something i feel like that a lot of people need to go and experience because 
it really charges your aura, your chakra system. I feel like it brings you back to a state of wholeness. Mm -hmm. And when I was there, I saw that the sarcophagus, um, that they're actually healing chambers and they allow, you know, uh, us to travel interdimensionally and also, also astral project. So there's a lot of hidden secrets there too. Yes. So you visited Saqqara. Did you go to Saqqara, like the tombs in Saqqara? That's what you're talking about? Yes. <laughs> Let me yes. tell you let me tell you about so listen so i used to work at a wellness center right it was like a health and wellness center right before i started with forbidden knowledge and at that wellness center we had these different modalities that you'd use to um you know help your physical body and help your mind and spirituality so there was a one modality called the magnosphere there and it had mm -hmm. two very very large copper rings on each side of you and they'd lend mm -hmm. you a low magnetic frequency, actually 10 million times lower than the Earth's resonance. So it was very non-invasive. But what it would do mm -hmm. is it would stimulate your, your vagus nerve and it would mm -hmm. shift your body from parasympathetic into, I'm sorry, from, from sympathetic fight or flight into parasympathetic rest and digest. So, you know, because most of us are in these stress states, you know, we can't get out of, out mm -hmm. of fight or flight. So, you know, mm -hmm. immediately upon doing the magnosphere, probably about five minutes after doing a session, I would feel my body, my nervous system shift. I would downregulate, you know, which is so crazy. Oh. It felt like almost like these waves because I'm very, very sensitive, like to my physical body, this vessel, like I can feel everything. A lot of people go in the magnosphere and really not feel anything, but I could literally feel like there was magnetic waves going like this through my body. Like it kind of felt like just a, an, I don't know, a shuffle of like magnetic energy, right? So mm -hmm. it's a healing energy that it, that it lends to you because it actually stimulates, you know, that vagus nerve which is very important so in sakara right when we were in those that those tomb areas i had the same feeling as i yes <laughs> the same feeling you know billy and i actually got well billy did i was too scared billy got inside one of those things like mm. inside of it and could feel i mean the energy is just completely different it's completely different i mean you can, yeah. you can feel immediately upon entering seriously i was so I was in such another state and my assistant, I remember just coming back to him, banging on my head, saying he was tapping on the top. He was like, come back. He's like, come back to this 3D. Yeah. Yeah. And I, when I opened it, cause I went to the state and then this light language came out of me. And when I came back, there was a whole crowd of Egyptian people just sitting there and they're like, we saw the light of God in you. Do you have a message? for us <laughs> wow. it was such a beautiful experience but this is what i remember you know that in atlantis we had these healing chambers hmm. and the technology in egypt is actually um it actually is from atlantis yeah. it's some of that remaining technology and hmm. that we would get into these sarcophagus and that they would completely just regenerate us on every single level so i've been talking to um my friend arcturius raw who lives here in sedona um he was on the interview with billy too because he made a med bed but we're trying to revise it because we actually want to make us healing sarcophagus and we, to put people in so that that completely completely regenerates them because i feel like when the energy field is completely charged your body just takes that imprint and starts to heal and regenerate yeah yeah wow you know what's really mm -hmm. crazy sarah i was trying to do the exact same thing Listen, <laughs> we're like the same human Split too. So, so the king's chamber, right? If you actually go into inside the king's chamber, take a mallet, right? 
and hit the sides of the king's chamber, you can astral travel. Like it will literally send your consciousness into other dimensions. Yeah. It happened to Robert Shoot Grant. Yes. 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 So, but you yes. know, you know, scientifically, if you really do the research on why that is, it's all sound and vibration because inside it's like it's like measurements, right? It's um um. I don't know it's specific math and the specific math and measurements of that that box that quartz box and uh, um, it's magnetized quartz too so it's the specific dimensions creates this like this resonance that literally interacts with your your vessel and and it just sends you into different realms like there's like proof and science behind it and so i was trying to develop like actually like the same box in the king's chamber to be able like healing you know to have people like go in it and like zoom you know and shoot to other dimensions that's crazy like literally that's on the agenda in the future in the yes future. we yeah, need to talk have. about this because i have a lot of knowledge you know from atlantis and those regeneration chambers and i have this box behind me you can't see it very well right here though and that's something that raw created and that powers my whole home so my whole home is just a space of peace and regeneration and we were talking about like i said this is where we're riding the same wave here because we were talking about this we're like we need to get these chambers and then get people in them because yes. that will also awaken them even if they're in them for like 20 minutes they're gonna be like whoa i've been asleep i'm awake now i see what's happening i see what i need to do they're gonna see the truth of the world and i feel that people are in so low frequencies they can't see the truth when you're down here you can't see what's up here and when you're up here in frequency you can see so much more of what's happening in the world you can see the issues you're not going to be in the false light matrix system you're going to make you know positive decisions for yourself your family for those around you and you'll just grow and you'll evolve and you'll be in a state of wholeness so it's definitely a frequency war so for me i was like okay we're going to create these sarcophagus and you know get people just even for free to come and get in them so that they can awaken and this mm -hmm. is really going to help out because we have all this knowledge from atlantis from egypt that we can bring together to do that yeah you know what's really wild sarah is like the fact that you know your background is so different than mine you know what i mean like <laughs> learning about all of this stuff through through honestly it was a little bit before but probably like at the most at this wellness center where i worked at to mm -hmm. really help um, clear trauma out of your body so mm -hmm. you can experience elevated levels of consciousness so like i think that the the box and the well the king's chamber is like a way to quickly you know awaken but there are mm -hmm. these other like technologies and these different things that help your physical body to clear these blockages yes. To help you achieve those higher states of consciousness as well so that's why like i had to write about it crystals <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah that everything i mean there's just so much mm -hmm. there's like you know brain training and there's um there's a lot of different holistic modalities that are really really good for clearing trauma i mean you have to think about it like animals in the wild they don't hold on to ptsd they don't have ptsd no. none mm -hmm. like if a zebra gets bit and by a lion gets half of its ass, you know, ripped out, right? <laughs> the zebra will fall to the ground. This is science, will fall to the ground, shake and tremor, you know, and would dissipate that that trauma energy back into the ground, get up and start grazing like nothing ever happened. They don't carry PTSD. Whereas us as humans, you know, we carry that trauma. If we don't dissipate and release it out of us, our bodies 
will literally take the burden and it will cause all type of health issues. I mean, it'll just end up manifesting in your physical body as like diseases, cancer, autoimmune, mm-hmm. you know, every, mm-hmm. you know, different, different things. So if you don't clear out the trauma, like the animals do in the wild, like that's why we're filled up with PTSD. That's why we're filled up with stress. We don't ever, you know, uh, attend to the trauma that's really stuck in our bodies. And I'm sorry, you can't go through this life unscathed of mm-hmm. trauma. It's impossible. And, you know, we also are picking up everything from our thousands of ancestors who have been through wars, who've been through suppression, who have been raped and murdered. So that's all coming through and it's held. It's literally held in the energy field. It's held in the genetics. Then we wonder why children are being born so sick. They're being born sick because their system already at such a young age is so overwhelmed by all of that trauma and that hasn't been released and cleared by all of those memories, even though they don't physically remember them, it's still in their energy field, it's still in their DNA, it's still affecting their physical body, it's still affecting their mind, it's still affecting their emotions and thoughts. And we wonder why people are breaking down and why so many children are being born, you know, in sickness, it's because of this. So I completely am with you on this, that we that's the main thing is to clear out that trauma. And I would know because I come from a bloodline. My mom in France, she's, you know, we're all bloodline. And I was having all this stuff come through, including entities. And I'm like, oh, that's all in my ancestors. That's coming through. And I needed to, needed to work on it. So I did. And I took a long time clearing that out and working on it so that I could be okay because it was so overwhelming. And I look at the other people in my family and it's so sad because they haven't done that inner work. I can just see the sadness and I can see that they're making decisions from that state of um, unhealed energies that they haven't healed from their ancestors that's coming through. So I think that this is a big one is to really go in and understand your system, understand that if this is divine tech, this, mm-hmm. our bodies aren't against us. In fact, they're beautiful gifts to me from God so that we can have a 3D experience. We just have disconnected from our souls and from divine wisdom so that everything to us is hurt in us. And, and, and when we're, for me, if, if I hurt, whether it's emotionally or physically, it's because my system's telling me something's wrong here, go in and heal it. So I look at it like that in a positive manner. If it's fearful, you know, if it's angry, I'm like, okay, Sarah, this happened. I, and we process it. I, my soul and my body are one and we process it together. And I feel like people don't understand how this system works so that they're, that they're, they're in the state of being lost constantly. And they, they look at the physical life, like, Oh, this is just horrible. It's some sort of hell. It's terrible. When that wasn't meant um, to be for us, that's not what our lives are meant to be. We are meant to be happy and healthy, and we can only do that when we reconnect to our soul energy, which is God energy, and understand, see this as a gift, and start to listen to it, rather than just put all these pharmaceuticals, you know, inside of us, and all these toxic foods and energies, and and, and thinking, hey, just work, go work, do what I want, be okay, feel good. The body is not going to respond to that. It's only going to respond when we start to acknowledge it, that it's a part of our 3d being and it is divine tech and we have the ability just like to go on a computer and delete these different things off the computer we can go and delete these different energies that are hurting us or that are sucking energy from us and we can rebuild ourselves on an energetic level which will in turn affect our cells our organs and our entire physical being Yes, you said it. You hit it all on the head. I swear. Divine tech. I love that. I'm stealing that. I'm going to use it. It is. It's like, you know, so 
each organ, I talk to organs and each organ, my yeah. liver has emotions. So yeah. let's yeah. say I, I eat a food that I shouldn't eat for too long. Then it tells me it's like, I don't feel good. And, you know, I go and I talk to it. So then it says, you know, I don't want this food anymore. So I'm like, okay, I'm not going to have that food. So I'm really connected to myself mm. as, as a whole being rather than just being so disconnected like everyone. So I talk to myself. I ask myself, what do you need today? Do you need vitamin D? Do you need more rest? Do you need this? And I work with myself because I understand this is 3D divine tech. And for me, that creates me a happy, healthy life where I feel vibrant. I have a lot of energy. I have, you, you know, I'm 36 years old and I have energy, way more energy than people who are in their early twenties or teens is because yeah. I'm connected up. So I'm, you know, I'm doing that inner work and I'm listening to myself and I feel the problem too, is people are just so, they don't listen to, you know, they don't listen to their physical bodies. Oh, that I'm in pain right here. I'm going to take some pharmaceuticals. So I cover that up. Yeah, it's, no. it's ridiculous. People are too distracted. People are way too distracted. And a lot of people don't understand epigenetics, which is what you hit on. You know, we come, through our bloodlines, we come into this vessel filled up with trauma already from our ancestors. So, I mean, mm -hmm. epigenetics play a huge part, especially in my story. You know, I was adopted, so I don't have any conscious memory of why mm -hmm. I had, like, all my life I had abandonment issues. Terrible, terrible, right? But come to find mm -hmm. out, I relived, so I did body work. And I actually got to experience going through my birth again and feeling the emotions mm -hmm. that I felt going through my birth, coming out, you know. So when you're pregnant as a woman, the stress hormones are able to cross the placenta and the baby is able to feel stress hormones from the mother halfway through pregnancy, right? So mm -hmm. I actually went back into my mom's belly, felt her stress and her diswant of me, and then came out, you know, I experienced my birth and I never got to see her, never got to look in her eye. You know, the nurses took me away. And on, from there, I was just monitored for the first like three months of my life in Korea. So from just those specific months, like, I didn't know why I was so, I had all these issues. I was angry. I was upset. You know, I got on drugs young. I started drinking at like 11, 12 years old, smoking cigarettes, trying to smoke weed at 10. I don't even know why, but of course I'm already in this vessel that is like, you know, filled up with all this trauma, but I don't even know why. Cause I can't consciously remember. So, I mean, as a baby, you know, we create these attachment styles and you can look up attachment theory. There's, you know, different types of attachment styles that can cause you to act in specific ways for the rest of your life. And I had a very anxious attachment style because of the first three months of my life. But how was I ever supposed to know that, you know, until mm -hmm. I did this regression work? So, I mean, it's just, there's all of these different things that can cause a person to act in these different ways that are not serving their divine being. It's about the person having to go within themselves to really dig and figure out what those are. Cause that was the only reason, that was the only way I was able to heal that part of me was being able to create the awareness and you know have the awareness about why I was the way I was. Which is also interesting because um, Billy and I were actually just at Dr. Amon's which is um, Dr. Daniel Amon. He's a 12 time, best-selling New York Times book um, book writer and also a um, he's like a world famous uh, psychiatrist like I've read all mm -hmm. his books he does functional brain scans so instead of like an MRI where they just take a screenshot of what your brain is doing at that very moment what Dr. Amon does is he actually goes in and scans your brain to see the functionality of it to see where things are firing mm -hmm. where things may not be firing where blood flow is going so 
he scanned my brain. And interestingly enough, I got, you know, I got pistol whipped <laughs> when I was 19, long story. <laughs> you guys will find all that out in the book. <laughs> um, but I got pistol whipped. And so I had a concussion and my brain scan showed these two little dimples on the top of my head. And he's like, now these can cause you to be impulsive. Are you impulsive? And I was like, oh my God, I can be so impulsive sometimes. So it's like, you know, just having the awareness of these things, like, like you said, like, like these are divine, like this is our divine tech. You know, once you become aware of something, you can learn to fix and heal it. So like mm -hmm. my, my adoption, I learned about the birth. I went back and did the aggression, regression work and that healed a specific part of me. Now I'm focused on healing my brain and getting blood flow there. So I'm going to be doing like hyperbaric oxygen, taking, you know, different supplements to help support that area of my brain to try to heal that part of my technology, you know? So it's, you know, getting the awareness and then researching ways that you can really like heal it will help you gain consciousness and awareness and really just align with your divine nature. You know, like you said, we're supposed to be happy. We're supposed to be creators. We're all supposed to be master manifestors. Yes. I mean, everybody is supposed to be able to do all these great magical things, but we lose that along the way because of the trauma, because of the toxicity, because of, you know, these different reasons. So. Wow, that's that's some incredible healing that you're going through. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm going I'm going to send the angels to help you with that. You know, I had a thing too where I was I went through an, a very abusive childhood, by the way. Hmm. Um, and I was hit behind um, my head really, really hard. And I had um I had where I just couldn't remember things. So I was able to heal that. It took some work, but I was able to heal that, and I realized too that you know, every time somebody lifted their hand, I would get anxiety. And mm -hmm. it came from that when I was hit in the back of my head, when I went through abuse as a child, and that was still in my system. So I did a lot of work to heal that because even a person would do a gesture like that, I would, I realized my subconscious was picking this up and bring because of that memory. So it's yeah. really interesting how our system holds stuff. Mm -hmm. And now I've healed that, you know, I don't have any problems anymore. Yeah. But it's really quite interesting too. I feel like those of us who went through a lot of abuse and mm -hmm. also have had abuse with our parents or abuse in life, we, we sometimes just grow and become deeper from it. And then we heal and we're able to bring the, that, that healing to others, which is a very beautiful thing. Yeah. Yeah. It, it all starts with awareness. I mean, like brain training, what brain training really does for you is it creates more awareness for your brain. So it's basically like putting a, a mirror up to your brain. And now your brain can become aware that there's patterns in it that really aren't serving you. So now yes. because your brain is now aware, you can change it, you know, whereas before mm -hmm. it had no knowledge of the fact that there was even issues. So I mean, you know, the first steps to I feel like this healing is is really having the awareness of why you are the way you are, which is very important because like, I don't know, people are very disconnected from mind and body. Like whenever mm -hmm. I get very emotional, the first thing that I do is I'll go to my body. Like, where am I feeling this emotion in my body? Like where? Mm -hmm. And I used to have this radiating pain right here when I would get angry, you know? So I would put like, even just putting your awareness upon these parts in your body, these emotions in your body and where you feel them, helps them to dissipate and helps bring them, bring your body, your physical body back into homeostasis. So now you can go back to conscious thought instead of being 
overtaken by your emotions. So something as simple as that, just becoming aware of your physical body when you get into a stress state, I mean, will really, really add a lot. And that's what awareness. So <laughs> yes, awareness. That's that's what humanity needs right now. Awareness. They need awareness of everything, <laughs> their yeah. souls, their bodies, what's going yeah. on in the world. Yeah, yeah. So and I do feel we're working towards that. And that's why we were sent to earth on this divine mission to help people to get there, you know, by, and if we had easy lives, we wouldn't be here. We wouldn't have, we haven't, won't have awakened. And right. so I feel like, like I said, when we first started this, well, before the podcast, um, when we first started talking, it's like, oh, all this stuff I see as a blessing that I went through because now I have all this knowledge from it and I know how to, I know how to help others heal because yeah. of it. So for me, it's a, a blessing in that. Act. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I mean, I think that, I mean, some people it's different. Like I think a rare few, it's, it's different. But for me personally, I mean, I had to experience a ton of suffering and trauma for yeah. me to <laughs> like my consciousness now. And I really, honestly, I wouldn't change any of it. I wouldn't change any of the suffering. I wouldn't change any yeah. of the life experiences because honestly, they weren't terrible. They just were as they were and they made me who I am today. So I'm actually very grateful and appreciative for all the pain, the pleasure, all of it. Like I, you know, there's, there's, this is a dualistic dimension. You know, it's a polarity, it's like there's polarity here. So if you didn't have pain, suffering, you wouldn't have, you know, love and greatness on the other side. So, I mean, you have to really like experience and be okay. Like this is the advice that I give to people. You have to be okay with the negative emotions because no emotion I feel personally is negative. You know, we get these the like- teacher. <laughs> the teacher yes. exactly like you feel anxiety and you feel stressed out and you feel depressed because of a reason it's a signal that your body mm -hmm. is giving you that something isn't right in in your space you know so they're just signals i mean and honestly they're the only things that we came into this dimension with you know how mm -hmm. do we feel we live inside here we're experiencing everything inside here you know nothing this outside world is not real it's not real like it's literally we live inside this vessel and we came here with these senses like our smell our touch our taste our feel our emotions and people we've been taught to put all of those things away like our emotions and just man up stop crying you look like a little you know it's like all these things that we're taught no 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 no. you need to align with those things those things are teachers and signals telling you that, you know, telling you things and you need to become aligned with all of it. Yeah, I completely agree. It's like people, you know, for me, emotions are, they're telling us these divine messages and society teaches us just to be non-emotional or to suppress our emotions or to not listen to our emotions. And our emotions, I feel like are, are energetic signals from our soul. To, to, to help guide us in this life journey. And so many people are suffering in it because they're not listening to those signals. So that is a big thing that's happening right now on this planet. Yeah, yeah. Well, a lot of people get overtaken by these emotions, you know, and let the emotion control the vessel when really like you should become aware of the emotion where you feel the emotion and just, you know, dissipate that emotion back down. So you still have your conscious your consciousness, mm -hmm. your spirit is still guiding you instead of letting the vessel get overtaken and then the vessel guides you, which is the walking reactions, you know? So <laughs> I completely agree. Yeah. It's, it's all about mastery in the, 
in the end, even like when I astral project, I'm like, okay, it's about mastery. When I do all these different multidimensional things, it's about mastery mm -hmm. and understanding, understanding how the system works, um, which I feel is the blueprint for humanity's future to help them heal and return to wholeness and to return to happy lives. I see so many people, I'm like, wow, it's so sad how, how unhappy people are out there. It's like, wow, the world has created, created masses of unhappy people. And when you're unhappy, you're in that lower frequency and that, then you're helping to keep the system of fallen consciousness going via your frequencies. And it's, it's, it's just a big mess in a way, but I feel like that the divine really, really cares about us. And that's why it's channeling through us to get these divine messages across because of, in the end, it's like, there's this divine plan for humanity and humanity will heal and persevere in the end and they'll return to faith and hope and goodness. And so I I'm on you. I'm, I'm on it with you that within the next couple of years, I feel there's going to be a big shift on this planet yeah yeah and that's what i'm pushing for that's what you're pushing for you know i really yes. really think that it's possible and doable you know i can honestly tell everybody that i've done probably except for the super hard ones i've done a lot of drugs i've done a lot of alcohol i've mixed a lot of things together i've been at the hottest parties the hottest parties on the red carpets but honestly all of that put together all of those amazing feelings that i felt don't feel anything near the the peace love and you know enlightenment that i sit that i live in today like i literally manifest things like you know i'm out here living my best life to be honest i really really am <laughs> living my best i love life. your honesty <laughs> I, I love it when people are like hey i've done all these things you yeah. know <laughs> and i healed <laughs> you can heal too yes it's, it's, it feels it's better it feels better now than it ever did before ever and i never thought it was even possible to to get to these levels of happiness peace and love but I mean, I'm like I'm literally living my best life, literally. I so. can tell I follow you on Instagram. So I'm like, oh, she's she's doing really well. She's empowering others in the world. So yes, <laughs> she's living her best life. Yes, well, it's a lot of fun. Every day is a new new journey. <laughs> Every day. Oh, that's true. Thank you for being on my podcast, my love. And where can people, you know, find your website and any more information out about you? Yes, they can find me on IG at Elizabeth spelled with an S. I know my name is spelled a little bit differently. A lot of people get it wrong and spell it with a Z, but it's E-L-I-S-A-B-E-T-H-I as in the letter I and then Hookstra, my last name, H-O-E-K-S-T-R-A. So that's what I, my hookup on IG. And then elizabethihookstra.com is my website. And you guys can also check out my podcast, Biohack Your Best Life, hosted by me and Billy Carson. So <laughs> check it out, people. Well, again, thank you for being on my podcast. Yes, thank you for, for having me. <laughs> thank you for giving me an amazing interview here on Cosmic Conversations. Awesome. Thanks, Sarah. <laughs>